paragraph. And it's, um, and we have ceased fight, fighting anything or anyone, even alcohol. For by this time, sanity will have returned. We will seldom be interested in liquor. If tempted, we recoil from it as from a hot flame. We react sanely and normally, and we will find that this has happened automatically. We will see that our new attitude towards liquor has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. That is the miracle of it. We are not fighting it, neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we had been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We had not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor are we afraid. That is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. Okay, so that's the reading I chose tonight for, um, for today. I'll pass it over to you. Thank you. You're still muted. Are you still muted, Paul? Yeah, there you go. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Well, welcome everyone. Nice to see everybody. This is the softball of all softballs and in, in AA. <laughs> the promises. <laughs> you don't have to touch it. Hopefully it it's not a it's really an observation. So generally people who had followed these suggestions and the steps and everything uh, came to a great relief that they put word to. And it's a pretty damn good description of what happens. Yeah. And of course, in AA, you're never looking at anything. Uh, you arrive at B going to E, so to speak. Yeah, it's not a direct thing where I am looking for these, uh, you know, the uh, that desire that looking for a new attitude would be part of the old attitude that gets removed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So that wanting to get and have and stabilize and be the one is part of the old attitude and outlook. So that that doesn't really lead us to the new attitude, except that it can by failing. Yeah, so that's pretty good. So yeah, this is just a beautiful description. I'll read it again, if you don't mind. Uh, where is it? So in the beginning, it says, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, and what phase are they talking about? You know, the amends and stuff, yes? Getting all that. And then uh, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Now, uh, my experience when uh, of doing the ninth step was my old attitude was to avoid everything at all costs. And uh, in the way I didn't deal with old shit was by making new shit all the time. So I could never get back to the old shit because I was busy dealing with the new shit of the day. So I'd been sober about, you know, five months, whatever. And I hadn't been making that much new shit. So step nine brought me to that, uh, to take a look at the old shit. And one of the first things I remember, I was only a month or two sober and I wanted relief like every addict does, you know? And I wanted relief from the guilt I felt about my feeling of leading this, this woman I knew down the, uh, the path of perdition, so to speak. Yeah, very nice woman. And by the time we were through, uh, she was pretty much a wreck. Yeah. So I felt quite bad about that when I started to feel, which was when I got sober. Yeah. And I wanted to get some relief. So I found where she was working at a, at a place in San Francisco. And I called that place and I asked if I could speak to her. 
she was a waitress. She came to the phone and then I said, hello, you know, Valerie. And then as soon as she heard my voice, she says, I never want to hear this voice ever again, this life and hung up on me. So uh, that wish I have fulfilled, I never saw her again, but it didn't work the way I wanted. I wanted her to, I was going to say I'm sober now and she would think that was great. And oh yeah, don't worry about everything that ever happened, but uh, (laughs) so I learned there that this process is linear and each step prepares you for the next phase, which would be the next phase, the next step, or it could be a cluster of steps, yeah, like 10, 11, 12. I had no idea of that. That was a pretty damn good description of it because I tried to get relief that was going to be available when I arrived at step nine at step one. And I had no no real sense of what a, an amend meant. I had a sense of, you know, trying to relieve myself by saying I'm sorry a thousand times, yeah, to people. Yet I would still do the same thing over and over again. So that was pretty cool. And then when I started to do the amends, I remember people, a lot of them were surprised I got caught with my pants down and someone who I owed money to or something who I'd been conveniently avoiding, I just ran into. And then my first reaction was to take off, you know, <laughs> just like if I saw them when I was driving, I would I'd try to make the first left, but I wouldn't. I'd pull over and I'd call them over and i tell them, hey, bro, I owe you 50 bucks from, I stiffed you on that phone bill when we were living together. So that reaction that would have taken me one way had been thwarted and now life was taking me another way, the guided life of recovery. So I would want to, you know, check out or want run and I stood my ground and told the truth. Yeah. And I, to me, the ninth step was very, very powerful, the effects. And I remember one of the important things about it, uh, I used this example, there was at the end, I was living in an area called North Beach in uh, San Francisco. And uh, I was, I had this long jack coat and I'd wear it to this supermarket and steal stuff every day, like some flat piece of meat and then a couple of beers and rob the place for months. And so I was I got sober. I started going to meetings in no in North Beach and it was very difficult to find parking. But I noticed that I would never drive the street down where Rossi's Market was. I was trying to avoid the memory of Rossi's Market. (laughs) You know, then one day I finally realized I'm just going to go in there and make an amend. And I went in there, asked one of the cashiers. They said the managers upstairs went upstairs. And I told them, and I was taught when I was making amends to include the idea that I'm in a program of recovery. Yeah. So I went in there. I said, I'm in a program of recovery. I lived, I stole a lot of shit from here. How, how about 55 bucks? So, and the guy was surprised. I gave him the 55 bucks and then I left and I never really thought about Rossi's market again. I parked right in front of it. It didn't matter. Yeah. So I saw the principle that the old way I, I dealt with the past was being captured by it. Yeah. I was completely captured by it. That my life was really a storage unit of all this dead shit that I wasn't willing to face or confront or at least uh, face it successfully. I just avoided it at all costs. And so I started to see that thing get turned around. Yeah. And now I saw, I, caught, I cleaned up the past and I had this incredible feeling. What I felt was more of me, that which I really am, showed up. It had been absent because it was packed, it was packed into the past. Suddenly I felt a big shot of being alive because the energy that was all, you know, you know, crystallized in this resentment or this fear or this thing got loose to, you know, thawed out and it showed back up and it enlivened me, which was incredible. Yeah. I started to feel really alive that I used to have to shoot coke to feel, you know, that rush. (laughs) So, uh, 
this ninth step, these promises, you know, I, could, I would never have written it this way. I think this is super clear, but I experience it based on this same clarity, yeah? I observe, I, I went through all this with that uh, clarity and uh, we would be amazed before we were halfway through, yes. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. And I love that they don't say you're going to get a better freedom and a better happiness. It's a completely different beast than the old freedom and the old happiness. It's like a whole new species of freedom and happiness. And uh, I just love that they use that word new. And then it goes, we will not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. Exactly. Yeah. We will comprehend the word serenity. How do you get that? By the sense of serenity. <laughs> it's easier to comprehend something if the something is there, yeah, which is serenity. <laughs> If it's not there, it's just conceptualizing, yeah? If it's not there, if there is no serenity, you have ideas of serenity, old ideas, yeah? It's conceptualized. If if that event's occurring, it's comprehended, yeah? This thing that's like two level below a coconut recognizes it. (laughs) So... (laughs) And we will know peace. Yeah. Yeah. See, if you have peace, you're going to lose peace. But if you know peace, you know peace is before having and losing. Yeah. Peace isn't arrived at through thoughts. It's before thoughts. Yeah. We have that example of a pause. I don't know, in our community, it's pretty obvious. It seems to be a common uh, trait of recovery is the sense of something stops, yeah, and yet you're there. So you don't stop, something stops, which is all the chatter, the head, you know, all the mental activity stop, but you don't stop, (laughs) You're, you're that you're actually that pause in a way. Yes, it has a profound effect over the over time, don't you think? Yeah. And then you start feeling and knowing peace, not after you went go through all this effort and thought or fighting thoughts or feelings, but before it. Yeah. And then it goes, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. Yeah, we saw it, we observed it, yes? You make, an, you make a commitment after six months to go to hospital institution meetings, you go to a place, we the lowest rung in San Francisco back then was the Azanam, which was a, you'd knock on this big metal door and if the person you had was drunk enough, they take it in and the whole first floor was just mattresses. And if the person came to their senses, they could go up to the second floor, which was a three-day place. The first floor was just to get out the streets and, you know, sleep it off, so to speak. Yeah. So you would go in there and listen and have a meeting. And no matter what, no matter what heavy weight you were carrying from your own little world, it would be dismissed by at least 10 minutes. Yeah? It couldn't withstand the presence in the event. Yeah, And so you started to have, you saw, uh, you saw perhaps there's the better way. You just see it, you observe it. It's, it's, you can't see the thing, but you sure know it, you sense it. Yeah, so you don't mind if I go down these, yeah. All right. So no matter how far down the scale. So, you know, obviously I'm sure I'm not unusual, but most of my life near the end, I saw there was no value in it. From where I looked, there was nothing there. I mean, it was, 
And yet when I came into AA, that past was put to great use. So I'm a real believer in the recycling aspect of recovery, yes? It takes, it takes that shitty thing, washes it and finds the gold in it, yeah? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. That I truly believe starts happening when you take the actions of the recovery, yeah? Like they said, uh, you can't think yourself into right action, but you can act yourself into right thinking. And didn't you start feeling like that thing, hope maybe it ain't you, but it was sure needed to have be, it needed a new facade. And by having commitments and helping others, you started to feel better about yourself. Yeah. And then you were, and that allowed more worth to show up because you weren't shutting the door on it. Yeah. Based on your past incriminations. So that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear, obviously, because it only appears, yes? Yeah? Based on certain conditions, self-pity and uselessness appear. Changing the conditions, it disappears. Yeah. What appears, what doesn't appear and what doesn't disappear? Us, really us, yeah? So in us, self-pity, and, and uh, uselessness appears based on the head's take on what we've done, which is you really screwed up, let's say. The final judgment really is the first judgment. <laughs> You're trying to run away from that already. And then when you start doing what we do here, you start feeling better. And now those that, that self-pity and uselessness, that feeling disappears, yeah? And then you start seeing like in the first uh, in the forward to the book, it would say we are a hundred men and women who have seemingly recovered from a, a, we have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind or body. That means it appears to be true or false to you. The same thing, either self-pity is appearing or it's not appearing. Yeah, it's not based on self-pity, obviously. It's based on us. Yeah. So we're, if we're in a better condition and shit like that, then that stuff doesn't come up. Yeah. So uh, we will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Well, the, I think the greatest selfish thing is the, the, the image of Paul. So you're gonna lose interest in this selfish thing and gain interest in others. I think that's said in the in the third step, yes? It says you lose interest in self and then you gain interest in others and you look at what you can contribute to life instead of take from it, yeah? That's obviously the aspect of the new attitude. The new ad attitude isn't, you know, fitting the old self with new pair of glasses. It's, it's having the true correct glasses with, with no self. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want something that's, I don't want to try to attempt to make something that's blind see. <laughs> I'm not a miracle worker. Just recognizing it's blind, it sees only the past up there, and then you start seeing, yeah? Yeah. So, a whole attitude and outlook, and then it goes like this, interest in our fellow self-seeking will slip away once again, yeah? Yeah. It was almost like a tide. If you're in one condition, you're constantly in the state of high tide. When you when the our conditions change, it becomes low tide. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're not in the fear, the fear or the feeling of being of drowning every freaking second. We've left the I, the survival mode, and now we're in the living mode. Yeah. Yeah. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Will means, I would think it implies it's going to keep changing, yeah? It doesn't say our whole attitude and outlook changed. It says will change. So it, 
when's it going to stop? Who knows? Yeah. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. Yeah, these are just effects of the. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize. I like the word suddenly, yes. Realizations usually don't wait, don't wait for you to get ready. <laughs> There's just a sudden download, like mail incoming. <laughs> I'm not ready to receive this. It, that's right. That's how it comes. <laughs> when you think you're receiving it, it's, it's the wrong message, I feel. So suddenly, I love that, yeah? You'll suddenly realize something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. So what happens if you realize that? Doesn't it become a principle sooner or later? If I I see this, if I observe this, something is doing for me what I can't do for myself, uh, just expand the circle of what you can't do for yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got a winning, a winning formula. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. Yeah. So you have to admit AA delivers the goods, eh? You do. It delivers the goods, it's, which is awesome. It's sort of like something that's a really good product. They don't have to advertise so much because the word of mouth, you know? Something that isn't a good product has to advertise galore, yeah, <laughs> to convince you because it's not it's not a good product. <laughs> they got to constantly convince you. Well, it looks better this year. It's in a nicer box or whatever, <laughs> but it's the same old, same old. This way of life works. I mean, it's kept me out of a lot of shit I didn't want to be in. And it's put me into a lot of shit that I don't want to be out of anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, I like the idea of, you know, knowing peace and comprehending, comprehending serenity. (laughs) That's a, that's not a bad state. Yeah. (laughs) You can't really say, Hey, I'm knowing peace and comprehending serenity right now. It's not sort of like that. Uh, I got my serenity comprehending clothes on now, long robe or something. No, it's not necessary. It's in that invisible condition that really, really, really allows you to travel lighter through the visible conditions. Yeah. (laughs) If you can, if you only take yourself to be a visible condition, it's going to be harder to travel through lighter through the visible conditions yeah when you see that something that's not visible is doing for you visible what the visible couldn't do (laughs) yeah just leave that back door open (laughs) let the spirit come through How does he do it? (laughs) I don't know. That's not even the right question. Is he doing it? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. There's never been a trumpet that's played any note. A trumpet cannot play a note. It needs something. Some something called existence has to blow through it for it to produce a note, yeah? So the invisible guides and directs and animates the visible. Yeah, it's not the other way around. Yeah, so 
Hey, thanks, man. Any any opportunity just to go over the ninth step promises. That's great. <laughs> because each one of them, each, each sentence triggers uh, a sense feltness, doesn't it? Because you've had some sense of what they're describing. You've had, or it's had you really. Yeah, it's awesome. I like that. Doesn't it galvanize? Go ahead, sorry. Does it, not, does it not come and go for you, Paul, or is it is it constant now? Is it constantly kind of complete loss of interest? Well, once again, I wouldn't know because I'm not interested in following it. So right. I couldn't tell you really. Right now, it seems yeah. to be low tide. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> see the loss of interest in it uh a lot of the loss of interest in it wouldn't from its point of view wouldn't be loss of interest you see you lose interest in like constantly checking your condition <laughs> i mean you lose interest in how you've been the last few days <laughs> you just you just constantly are parachuting into this moment, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so I don't know. I feel like it's pretty uh, reliable. And then when something, when something unsettling shows up, uh, or like a big wind blows, I always like to bring let that go to step six and seven, yeah. 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 I, in other words, this last week I got sort of injured the body, physical. And so, uh, haven't really left, I haven't left the house much this week, eight week, eight days. I'm going to go today to see somebody. And I noticed, uh, old ideas that usually don't come up because those old conditions aren't happening again. Sort of came up. Yeah. And which were pretty valuable in a way, because sometimes uh, you appreciate the light when you get a good view of the shadow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because I spent a lot of time as an experience uh, in a powerless condition, like in hospital beds and stuff with having absolutely no say or anything about what was going on for months on end. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> uh, those reverberations usually don't play unless I fall into a similar situation, yeah? Get injured or something. Then uh, that stuff gets brought up and uh, there's a lot of juice in there. So it's, it's really good to bring it to six and seven, yeah? And then... Uh, what surprises some people is they believe that it's gone, but you may have to do it a few times. Yeah, it may reappear, but now it's a category two hurricane instead of a category five hurricane, and you just keep working the same, same, same principle. Yeah, the principles don't change. Yeah, you just need to. You may just need to stay open more to them or not. So, yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know how to get it over, but see, if you've lost interest in you, it's like you're not taking your temperature every five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's you the faith then. You spend a lot of the that's day. The, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the faith. Then the faith, the, the circle, the circle of faith kind of widens till it's everything. Well, yeah, because but it, this is faith without. Yeah. This isn't a leap of faith. Believing the head is yeah. a leap of faith. This the AA produces the goods. I mean, it it produces these effects. This, I mean, you can just come you recognize it the real leap of faith is going back to the reliance on self 
but whatever. I don't believe you go back, but the head constantly goes back and keeps relying on that which has defeated it. It's crazy. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is, I mean, uh, faith is demonstrable. And I see the faith in the infinite demonstrates, just like the faith in the finite demonstrates. Yeah. Just, you'll know the tree by the fruit. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So if, if there's any questions, uh, feel free to raise your hands. Um, I don't think we've got anything at the moment. And it will widen in a sense as it you know, recovery progresses. That which is infinite doesn't widen, but the aperture it comes through does. So we get, yeah, our camera, which was set to myopic, you know, the self-centeredness, is now being is introduced to another possibility, which is panoramic. Yeah. So uh And the panoramic sees the myopic. The myopic doesn't see the panoramic. It doesn't. Because why? It's myopic. <laughs> That's it's 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 meant to exclude a lot of things that doesn't go along with the story. Yeah. It it has uh it has mobile blinders, yeah, it moves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when there's a loss of interest in that, then that which the myopic could be interested in, which is I want to have a panoramic view, becomes obvious, just like these promises happen, yes, by doing other things. We're not trying to uh, have a new freedom. We're just following suggestions and taking steps and doing an inventory and making amends. And then these are what can happen. Yes. And because the program, its effects may express uh, uniquely, but the problem it delivers relief from is, is common. There's not millions of selves that has defeated millions of us itself singular has defeated us <laughs> that's quite clear it doesn't say selves have defeated us in this case the demons aren't legion yeah there's self has defeated us where the collective this is a singular activity so I would call it selfing, yes? It's not Paul selfing or Deb selfing or Chris selfing. It's selfing that if listened to implies there's a Chris, Deb, and Paul doing it or being done to by it, yeah? It's that simple. Trust in the infinite breaks that trance, yeah? Trust in the finite wants to break that trance without knowing that it's the trance. <laughs> it wants to experience its own absence. It wants to get it, that which it can't get. Yeah? And I don't think you're going to be able to convince it with logic or shit like that. It's just a program. Yeah? Self can't get out of self. Escape self. Self just doesn't get it. <laughs> It just thinks if I only could manage better or get better drugs or meet a different person, I could definitely escape. Yeah, well, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but the, but the, the fact is going to win out. You're going to see self can't get out of self. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a new plan. I used to have a friend which uh, who I love, but every new thing for like an escape from self, amazing. I ran into this amazing thing, like 800 amazing things, nothing changed. <laughs> oh, it was just, but it was amazing. This is good, <laughs> but the same conditions, the underlying condition is, 
claiming the amazings and going, yeah. This isn't amazing. This is dog shit awareness. That's why it has such value. It's not amazing. It's not like, wow, there's going to be fireworks tonight. <laughs> you know, it could be, but that's not its, that's not its, uh, that could, uh, that could be a byproduct, but it's not its pronounced uh, trait. Yeah. It's reliability, always available at all times, right where you are with no requirement necessary. Yeah. Completely, completely reliable to be relied on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, those beautiful shoes you may get so many places uh you won't wear them yeah because you don't want them to get dirty or break this or do that they're not like an all-terrain vehicle this is like this understanding is like an all-terrain understanding which is the higher power in a sense is always available at all times with no requirement necessary to meet it yeah And if there are requirements, they're on your side. And a, what a, a lot about the progress of recovery is, is dropping those requirements. So that, that which, yeah, is always available at all times, right where you are. Hallelujah. It's all about, you know, that rose bush, even though it has the ability to bloom, is not going to bloom if it's in a small pot with bad soil, not getting any light and not getting any water. It's got, it's got, it is a rose bush, but you ain't going to see a rose from it. Yeah. Now, if that poor rose bush has self-centeredness like we do, it's probably feeling incredibly guilty for not blooming and fucking going on and, and comparing itself to healthy rose bushes. But the fact is it just needs new conditions to grow in. Yeah. And then the new, the new conditions or the conditions change and now it blooms. Yeah. The mental state is an acidic state. It's agitated, yes? AA sort of changes the Petri dish that we lived in, which was acidic, to alkaline. That's all. And then things that we have completely forgotten thrive in the new condition, yeah? I remember when I was out there and I was with some older, some older woman who had a lot of money and drugs, and I was going horizontal with her, but with absolutely no feeling or actually a, probably a feeling of hate. But I thought I had it going on. I did. I had to coke. That's all I wanted. Access to a large amount of coke. But those costs, I just over I overlooked. But really, the, the costs were incredibly astronomical. Yeah, that it took a lot of recovering from when I got sober. Yeah, yeah. So now the conditions I see, I'm in now, I really, really value those things I didn't value before. Like being able to enjoy peace of mind and knowing the word serenity, yes? And being available and of service and stuff. What happened? Yeah. Conditions have changed. Yeah, these conditions are reliable. You can sink into these, yeah, you can. The principles of AA can be like a North Star. You follow them, yeah, yeah. 34 years now. Yeah. So, yep. Anyone else have anyone have a question or a share or stuff? Do you want to come in, Deborah? Um, 
Oh, uh, thank you. Hi, everybody. Um, Paul, you said some things last week that really helped me. And um, I changed the serenity prayer to see if it, it would make a difference. And I now I say, thank you for the serenity to accept the things that I can. And it seems to actually make a big difference. Great. Um, it kind of just put it like, no, it's not something future. It's happening right now. And it it's weird. It's like it it is amazing how changing uh, words can really help sometimes. Um, so that was really great uh, that you you uh, talked about that last week about you know using certain prayers and stuff, and then you they kind of evolve as as the person kind of evolves or whatever. I mean, not the person, but you know what I mean. It gets more uh, a feeling of grace or something, I guess. But anyway. I lost you a little. But one thing with, I want to say something about that, Deb, too. When, when you realize something that you're hoping for through time to be, to appear is already available, it shows you uh, the addictiveness of time. Yeah? Right. yeah. Something like you're not really paying attention to here, you're hoping for a better here, there. Yeah, and it's not you, it's just the system. And you start mm -hmm. feeling something almost like a forced march so that you can never really stop and enjoy, but you can hope and pray for that condition, but it can't readily be available now. So you have right. to keep, yeah? That's what I found. I found that a lot of things were always being uh, delayed with a future arrival with prayer mm. and stuff, where sometimes, right. because uh, the mental state doesn't give a shit if you're entertaining ideas of future or past conditions, as long as it's the dominant condition now. Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, go pray away, bro, I don't care. Yeah, yeah right. But when you, when, when you take the rug from underneath it, which is, yes, I'm in, I'm in the freedom from the bondage of self now, not hoping to be later, but now that catches it. And then you see the emperor with no clothes, really, you do. Because it doesn't care if it's a, if it's a way, you know, a, uh, you know, like, okay, I'm gonna put this and then I'm gonna work towards that. It has a field day with that. It's yeah. if suddenly, the sudden realization, that's what catches it it, that beats its defenses, so to speak, yeah? That you already are that which you're looking for is very, very cool. It's sudden, and it catches the whole thing, yeah? And so now you're, you, instead of looking at it from one position, which it manufactures, you see it from like the working side and you recognize that it's manufactured, yeah, yeah. It breaks the spell, the spell gets broken more and more because time is an incredible ingredient with the spell of self, mm -hmm. totally. The idea that you're Paul is derived from, I was Paul and I'm gonna be Paul, yeah. The evidence of the spirit doesn't rely on past or future. It's the onness, you know, it's the present that becomes its obvious blooming, so to speak. Either you see it or not, but it's obvious. Yeah. The head has to manufacture the flower from the past and the future to say that it's Paul now. So when you see it get caught and that which you are hoping for that when I did enough or I got good enough, then maybe I could feel that you see the slavery of it. Yeah. Yeah. You have the eyes, it's gonna reveal. I mean, if you are the pause, you see everything that stopped and starts again, really. Yeah, when everything stops and you're still there, 
there's a lot of seeing there. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, it just becomes obvious because there was this whole I belief that you are all that's be, that's being represented in the head is something about you or of you. And then when you see it uh, from what you are, it doesn't that that convincing isn't that convincing anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. And then a lot of possibilities. I mean, it's almost like all these bubbles are being forced to stay under the surface. And when you when the spell gets broken, they come up and they pop all these other mm -hmm. possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. So nice. Nice to see you, Deb. Deborah. Thanks, Deborah. Um, Chris has got his hand up. If you want to come in, Chris. Hey. Hey, Paul. Hey, Chris. How are you? How are you feeling? Good. Yeah. Okay. You know, you were talking about time and um, that really like rings true. The Chris being dependent on the, there was a Chris, there will be a Chris. And I know this thing about like being present is stupid because you like always are present, I guess. Yeah. Some, sometimes the thought process seems to be more aware of that than other times. Sometimes the thought process seems to be thinking about past and future, and sometimes it seems to quiet down. But for me, there's this just constant moderate level of, I'd call it physical anxiety that I, I think is being fed by that past and future stuff, even though I'm not consciously thinking of it very much. I feel like I'm just sitting here and yet, you know, my stomach hurts and <laughs> my body feels like electricity is going through it all the time. And just don't know what to do about that. But remember, something is, is bringing it, to, bringing that, those details to you. What details? That your body feels like electricity is moving through it and the stomach hurts. Something is informing the system of that. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. You mean, now, yeah. Has that same voice informed you of false evidence appearing real often? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So after a while, instead of this healthy suspicion, I'll tell you right now. Yes, yeah, there is. And there's healthy suspicion on that which we have relied upon that's not reliable. Absolutely. <laughs> so. I don't know. to be unreliable in my head when the mental state tells me what my physical condition is it's telling it from the mental states uh, point of view yes yeah yeah so sometimes when the mental state is put into a task like doing a talk suddenly that which it was dwelling on the pain in the hip isn't dwelt on so there's totally no pain in the hip yeah, exactly. It exa it's exactly like that. So yeah, so then the head gets back and then it says, Hey, remember that pain in the hip? <laughs> I, I, I've told you this before, I, I have this job. that's pretty. <laughs> <Exactly. so. laughs> I have this job that's pretty intense. And when I'm doing it, the other stuff goes away. <laughs> well, you <laughs> know what you need to do, you need to do it, get asked for overtime. At the <laughs> Yesterday Seriously. I was if something works, just like for me, H&I meetings in AA community work, hospital and institutions. I did it for 11 years. I mean, I, I started to have like a, a feral sense of shit that works. <laughs> I see what you mean. I had a couple of commitments a month for 11 years, 12 years. And, uh, and those were pretty reliable reliefs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yesterday, 
I woke up and I was feeling like, you know, really bad. And my wife's just like, get up and go to, <laughs> go to work. And, yes. you know, and then I, and then I start working. My job's not like an overtime situation. It's like a constant situation because I'm dealing with people around the world. So the, it's from sun up to time I yeah. go to bed. And so once I jumped into that, it was insane because it was Monday. The work was just coming so fast. And then they, there's like that kind of stress caused by an actual situation, but I'm dealing with it. And then all the other stuff goes away. Yeah. And that stress, you can take a nap and that takes care of it. The mental yeah. stress has a lot of time in it. Yeah. It injects a lot of time in itself. And okay. then you're dealing with something that had it's part of the stress is just constantly stress that this is going to be around. <laughs> it <stress laughs> also stresses a point, which is, yes, you're going to have this stress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other one's easy. Yeah. Oh, I stretched, you know, I stressed out my body. Okay. Take a bath, put some, uh, fucking, you know, uh, tiger bomb on there and then it it releases it yeah. we're talking about mental stress which is manufactured and is and it it uh it gets traded on the mental stock market that's and it always goes stocks to the mental stock market stress Fuck. Yeah. yeah there's like stress about the stress coming you gotta see that this thing has a it's not aligned with you. It isn't, but I don't feel like I'm allowed to let it go. It's like again, <laughs> that's coming from it. Of course, that's the perfect thing. <laughs> it's coming from it. I know I'm terrible, but you don't have permission <laughs> to, to let me go. That's coming from the same place. <laughs> it knows it's hostility, so it, talks, it tells you you're you. You're it. <laughs> That's a perfect example. <laughs> All right. Let me go to the Greek oracle. <laughs> the Greek oracle. <laughs> Ain't the oracle. <laughs> you will never be able to let go of this. <laughs> Who's telling you that? That which doesn't want to be let go of. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need to stay, see the front of it, and then see the back of it. Yeah. See the two-sidedness of it. Because if you only see one side, oh. uh, it may not do the deal. You maybe have to see the other side. It's, it's very, very hostile, and then it tells you, as you, that you can't leave it. <laughs> when I try to see the other side, it just keeps facing me. I can't get behind it. Uh, don't worry. Now stop trying to, because that's, that's another aspect of itself. You're 360-degree surround vision. You're not seeing from a, a particular camera tripod. Yeah. 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 Some, sometimes so you can it seems see, you can see the role that you think you play in it as not your role. Yeah. And then you'll start laughing like we do here. Hilarious. <laughs> the hilarious. <laughs> first way possible, then it tells you you can never leave. <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> I need I think I need to like let Bruce go while there's still time, okay, Paul? Uh, and the thing is, see, you, we get the, that I'm getting my ass kicked, but we don't get the other aspect of it, which it's telling us it, it's never going to be any different. Give me a <laughs> break. Yeah, it's I like a, it's a self-serving system. I, I do know it's never going to be any different, and I spent a lot of time trying to change it, and now I realize it's just not changing, basically. Well, great. That's a great realization. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or you're going to keep trying to buy new a lipstick to put put on the pig. <laughs> yeah. You're going to keep putting new lipstick on the pig. <laughs> uh.
<laughs> now I know why you laugh so much. <laughs> because I can see a whole line of things having lipstick put on. <laughs> you can't get over the fact that it's a pig. And I don't care how many, how many beautiful beauty sessions. It's going to be hard to erase its nature, maybe. I'm sorry. Pigs are beautiful in their own way. Yeah, I'm just using it as a sloppy a example. So, so. Oh, you're looking great. I worked on about 180th of a percentage of you, the rest of you. I finally found the perfect lipstick color. This one's going to definitely work. Yeah, neutral. That's the best one. Put neutral on there. It That's looks amazing. just like a pig. There you go. Now you see. <laughs> Thanks for making me laugh. <laughs> it is hilarious. All right, Thanks, Bruce. Paul. Thank you. Yeah, hey, Paul. Hey. Uh, you know, when you were talking about uh, I don't know, there's, when the, you know, the thoughts, they pass by and uh, don't even notice them most of the time. But occasionally, you know, slip into it. Um, and then there's a, there's like a seeing of it, uh, of that recognition that you referred to. And there's definitely a consciousness that I'm not the one that initiated that. <laughs> I guess uh, kind of reinforces the faith. Yeah, uh, it's immediately recognizable when the thought um, gets into pointing a finger at someone else. When you know, if someone else occurs in a thought, it's it's plain as day. But you know that that the beating of oneself, you know, the prejudging of oneself in comparison with others. Um, when the thoughts, you know, look, you know, of course, looking back on it, but anyway, I guess the focus is like on, there's a seeing of, there's a seeing of it, but I'm not the ones that initiated it and I'm not the one seeing it and there's nothing being seen, but there's a seeing of it. Yeah. But it's not me, you know, and, you know, so I don't know. Maybe there's like that conditioning, okay? And this will wrap it up. So if, then I can see now in this meeting, what you're referring to as that conditioning is kind of flat, uh, you know, flowering up out of it all. So and that's a it's a good feeling. I, I you know I'm not looking to be happy or sad, you know, and because in in the now and you know I don't know it just all flows in a, in a way. Anyway, thank you very much, because uh, without uh, the guidance I've received, you know, from this meeting, you know, through the years, I, I wouldn't uh, be sitting here talking, you know, sharing with you all now. So thanks a lot, everyone. Yes, thanks, everyone. Yes. See, the, the me needs less of me. Yeah. But the me can't do that. <laughs> So we have to recognize the failure of the system so it becomes obvious that it's not reliable. It's not personal. It's not specific. It's just that's it has its drawbacks and uh, and it's and it's blind spots. So, again, just look at the third step in the book. Everything pivots on a loss of interest in self. That's the whole point. Because obviously, without saying it, and it says it plenty of times, this obsession with self is the obscuring factor. Yeah. And for self to obscure, for a cloud to be able to block you from the sun, it has to constantly position you on in the earth, so to speak. Yes. So that's why the cloud has an incredible amount of influence on you, if especially you need to have some sun, yeah? So have some light. It wants you to be positioned. And when, so the position is self, 
Yeah, the self is like a triangulation that positions us in a lot of precarious conditions where we're overly dependent on things for us to be okay. Now, if you were released from that position and you saw yourself from the sun side, you would see the same clouds, but they wouldn't have the influence they'd have because you would be in the sun, you would be in the light, yeah? That's the, that's the reliance on the infinite. That's what the attempt is. That's why it's a new freedom and a new happiness. There's a migration or a moving from a fixed position to let's say a non-position. Yeah, like then the highest form of mind in Zen would be, I don't know. So in a sense, you don't even know the position you're at. So you're open to find out where the historical self has a very, very fixed position constantly. And it's interpreting everything to triangulate that position. Yeah. And uh, it's not leaving from there and arriving somewhere else. It's leaving from that. Yeah. Yeah. Not, and the using, that, not using it to arrive somewhere, but leaving from that. There's an occasional, uh, perhaps, sense of uh, uh, grieving that, that loss of interest in self. <laughs> yeah, that, that you know. be part of the, that's the part of the uh, withdrawal, so to speak, or the, yes. And then, but over over time, a, a period of time, not you know, not knowing that having that panoramic view to go by, <laughs> but that is the of the person. Again, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. So now you see self instead of looking from it. Yeah, <laughs> different. And really, you've always been seeing self, but the head has told has constantly told us we've been looking from it. It has. Never, you know, so so there's never out, never out of the now. Occasionally, you know, I watch the movie. <laughs> Whoa, you know. Exactly. But, you, know, you never get, out, get of out, of out of the now. Exactly. So there are absolutes. The absolute is you're in the moment. The absolute is here and now. Nothing yeah. occurs other than here and now. All that's, the futures so and all the paths are encompassed in here and now that's it and i i would say that's my that's i'll say my faith <laughs> the faith i seem to you know uh drift toward yeah. yeah so with this absolute it brings a leavening agent to all the shit that comes and goes because a lot of the shit that comes and goes the head tells us is going to last forever but if i didn't have support along the way yes we need it until and then sometimes we're supported sometimes we're supportive it just it it's a dynamic yes so sometimes i need to hear the message sometimes i need to carry the message it goes it just goes around and sometimes, and sometimes there's a, i guess a feeling of aloneness when there's like you know okay you know i'm gonna end at any moment of course you know and then you know when that thought occurs you know seeing both sides of the coin i guess okay Thanks. Well, I'll tell you this, the idea of being a long land lasting, independent, separate, unique entity <laughs> has a lot of aloneness there. There's a lot yeah. of that. So uh, the, seeing, so, the seeing of it. Yeah. So thanks yeah, for, so for sharing. That, sharing that thing isn't going to find union. Seeing you're not that is the union. Yes. But self is completely about living in your own private idaho so to speak well at least in a sense you know a raindrop can never not be water you know yes exactly and so therefore you know the raindrop to be a raindrop stays away from water <laughs> you can, it's apart from water but it's never separate from water of it's always not. just water yeah of course not. yeah then yeah yeah okay yeah i'm you know at least i'm a, you know able to have a a dialogue with you know with you, you know. oh yeah bruce anytime yeah thanks again 
Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for being here and meeting. Bye-bye. Okay, yeah, thank you. Um, I don't see any more hands up. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I think today uh, we have a meeting another, but it's on another topic today at 4.30 Pacific time. I've got to go to the city. I'm, if I can't make it, I'll probably do it from the car. Not while driving, but I'll figure it out. But uh, yes, and then thanks everyone. Let me say goodbye to everybody. Michael Stacy, the man behind the uh, the screen, yes. We got Kerry, Kerry from Hawaii. Say hello to Judith for us, Kerry. See you. We got Kurt Z from Redondo. There he is. Yes. There's some heavy duty mojo in that room, Kurt. Yeah, it's good. Samuel J. Nice to see you, Samuel. Gail, uh, resident of the Pink Cloud. It's pretty nice. We got Haley, there she is. Nice to see you. Oh, Alex and Jacob. There they are. Nice to see you guys. We got Al from Vegas. Yeah. If there's anyone I'd lay a bet on in Vegas, it would be Al. Yeah, there you go. Mickey, as always, the matriarch of Madeira. Roman, hey, we'll be seeing each other again soon in Italy, hopefully, yeah. We got Ben, thank you, Ben, for running the show. Yes. Bruce, again, thanks for the dialogue. Don, I, can, I know one thing is true about Don, he's not in a Vipassana retreat, that's good. We got Chris. We got Deborah. Nice to see you, Deb. Thanks for the share. William, hope you're traveling a little lighter today. Walter H., my, the brother from another mother. We got Kathleen. Thank you, Kathleen, for uh, being confused and happy. It's very good. Rob S. Uh, we got Senna, Kaiser, Amy, Nina. Christine, Jimmy R, Anu, uh, I think that's it. Someone sent us waving, thank you. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys uh, in the neighborhood, yeah.